Hey everyone, Leanne Pilkington and Harriet Saunders with you for the latest edition of the Unstoppable podcast. Hey Harriet. Hi, how are you? Awesome, as you would expect. <laughs> um, so today we are talking about change. Yes. One of those things that a lot of people struggle with. Yeah, it's interesting. People often tell me, oh, I find change really difficult. And I'm like, well, look, no one finds change easy, but change is an inevitable part of life. Nothing stays. Like death and taxes, right? Death, taxes and change. Yep. Um, and I think we learned that through COVID. Sure did. Yeah. There was a lot of um, change management going on for us at corporate at Lang and Simmons through COVID. <laughs> um, change is inevitable. I think learning how to understand the effect that change has, and then also as a leader or a manager, understanding how to help people through change can be a really cool skill to develop. Absolutely. And there's so much change that happens, even just when you're changing software systems, for example, if you're going from one property management system to another, there's a lot of grief that oh, goes a lot. on around Particularly that. with a group of property managers who tend to be quite analytical, detail-driven people, you give yep. them a change of software and they're up in arms. And, Absolutely. you know, understandably so. Change can be unnerving. There is fear around it. There's a lot of trepidation around it. And I think... Um, and, and, uh, and your productivity goes down through periods of change. Now, periods of change can be, you know, a software update at work. It can be a role change. It can be a team member leaving and a new yep. one starting. But also change can be things that are happening around you, like, you know, the bad news around the economy or all of the fear around that. It can be things like COVID that are completely outside of your control. And it can also be things in your personal life, you know, sure. that are you're going through big change and big flux. I'm about to move house, so I completely get what that's like. Um, so, yeah. You've done that a couple of times since I've known you. I, I <laughs> am known for liking change. It's yep. a really odd thing to say, I yep. know. I like change. There's yep. two reasons I love change. First of all, um, I get bored easily. <laughs> yeah. Um, second of all, I like that when I go through change, like moving house is a good example, it it gives me fresh perspective, fresh energy, fresh insights. It allows me to have a clear out, uh, a reassess. And I'm the kind of person that really leans into that. I get right. really curious and I get really interested in pushing for new thought processes and new insights. You know that. I'm I a do. nightmare for it. Yeah, I do. I mean, I, I like change as well, but I think for me, my personal life, I've lived in the same house for a really long time. I've been married for a really long time. I've been in my job for a really long time. So I've got that stability mm. um, that l lets me be comfortable with other things changing around me. That makes sense. And I... I tend to really agree with that. I think your ability to manage change is a lot about knowing who you are mm -hmm. and what it is you need to have stability in for other things to shift. Yep. Um, and it, although I do move house, the stability I have within my home life is critically important to my ability to handle other change. So that means you take your kids with you when you move? Yeah. Yeah, good. And I think if I if there was something going on with one of my kids, like, I don't know, if I was having a challenge with one of my children or one of them was going through something mm -hmm. complicated and outside of my control, you would see me not not handle that change as confident. Think there are certain types of change that will affect you more deeply. But changing yep. house, I'm like... Sweet. <laughs> Love that. So if we're, if, if we're going into a period of change at work, um, what are the things as a leader we, we could 
be doing to to better prepare our staff and or teams and, and better um, support them through that? Great question. I think whether you're going through change, the, the, what I'm about to say is relevant to personal or professional life yep. and in many areas of your life. And when I've run workshops on change before, there's been real aha moments. So I think step one, as with anything, is to understand the effect that change, big or small, has on an individual. And you can use a really cool tool called the change curve, which illustrates this, and we'll have it as a downloadable resource um, available with the podcast. Um, So the change curve is a curve <laughs> that goes down and then back up. Now, the, the what it's measuring is the productivity, the confidence, the morale, the motivation and the effectiveness of the person through change. So right. what it's basically saying is at the top of the curve, I introduce change. The person then will become the morale will go down progressively. Right. It will hit rock bottom and then they will bounce back up. Concept, the first thing I need everybody to understand is you cannot stop someone going on the change curve. Okay. And I see a lot of leaders move to prevent the process. So to say, but everything's going to be okay. And I know that, but, but, and it's like, no, no, you're better to just let them go because you can't prevent the change curve. Or All you can do as a leader is influence the speed with which they bounce back out of it. Uh, okay. So you have to move through it. Right. You know, you can't prevent it. And I think if you understand the change curve process, um, as a leader, you can really confidently go, okay, I'm going to introduce this change of software. Mm-hmm. The team's going to go on a bit of a change curve. And what I will do as a leader is follow the instructions and give the right piece of support at each stage so that they bounce out real quick. So. The first part of the change curve is stage one, as the leader, you give information. Right. Okay. In that stage, the candidate will go initially into denial. That's the first part of the change. You're laughing. Okay. Yep. So they will go, but we don't need this software and I'm rejecting it or I'm not going to use it anyway or I refuse to. Yeah. Why are you laughing? Oh, I, I've just seen it, heard it so many, many times. <laughs> so you say this is what we're doing. And the team go into denial or the candidate goes into denial. So that's the first part. Don't move to fix it. Just wait. Stage two, Mm -hmm. you need to layer in support. And that is when you see denial switch to anger. Okay. So denial will then go into, do you know what? It's just not okay. And I'm not going to use it. And you have no right to blah, blah. Okay. We're now at stage two. I now need to layer in support as the leader. If I want you to bounce out of anger quick, right? because the temptation can be the opposite. The temptation can be, well, do you know what? You're going to bloody do it. Like, <laughs> you're laughing because that's what you- Don't you know who I am? Hello. <laughs> Excuse me. You will do it. <laughs> so stage one, we give the information. The candidate goes into denial. Stage two- we see denial shift to anger and we layer in support. Right. Now, anger is actually right at the bottom of the curve. When they're, they're at their most angry yep. is when they're about to bounce back up. So we layer in the support because we know that this is the last painful moment before things begin to improve. This is when they will be the least motivated. They will be doing the least amount of work. Um, their morale will be low. Their confidence will be low. They're not in a good space. And we must layer in support as a leader at this point with a full confident understanding that they are about to bounce back. Yeah, that's interesting because it's not what you would um, naturally want to do if somebody's behaving like that, right? A hundred percent. And that's why if we don't understand the change curve, what can happen, and I see this a lot, is we introduce change as a leader with all the best intentions 
the denial phase passes and the person shifts to anger and then the leader gets cross yep. and they stay in anger until one or the other, they're either, fa- they're either sacked or they leave Right. over a change. I mean, how often do you see yep. it just stagnate in the worst place? Yep. Worst place. Um, so if you can layer in support through the anger phase, I understand, I understand, I understand, but we're still going with it. You know, you don't negate, you don't go backwards, you've got to push through. So at all times you stay consistent with the message. This is the tech that we're going to be using. This is the tech we're going to be using. This is the tech we're going to be using. I understand you're angry about it, but this is, I've made the decision. I'm the leader. We're doing it. I'm here for you though. And I understand that you're struggling with this. Let's talk it out. Support, support, support. And then what you'll begin to see is a glimmer of hope that they've moved to stage three, which is exploration. Right. Now, I must be really clear here. The exploration phase can be as little as one sentence that they say differently. And if you as the leader don't jump on it when you hear it, they'll stay back in anger. And exploration looks like, well, I do have a friend that tried that new tech and it wasn't that bad. Oh my, okay, okay. Okay, glimmer, (laughs) glimmer of hope. They've just opened the door a crack and you're going to put your foot in it and go, okay, talk to me about that. Because in stage three, which is when they begin exploring, you need to give direction. Okay. Really clear direction. Switch out of support and switch into direction. That's stage three. Okay, well, tell me how your friend did it. Okay, well, let me show you how we're going to do it. And then direct, direct, direct. This is where we're going. This is where we're going. This is where we're going. Come with me. We're going in this direction. And that exploration phase you will only see that glimmer of hope if you're sitting in support whilst they're angry. Because if yeah. you if they're yeah. angry and you've walked away, you're not going to see the glimmer of hope that they're ready to shift out of it. Yeah. And as the leader, you know, it's your responsibility to see that moment and give them the direction they need to keep exploring. And then if we're successful in all of that, they move into the final phase, which is acceptance. Right. And when you see them begin to accept the change, and there's obvious signs of when that's about to occur, you need to be giving encouragement as the leader. Encouragement, that's great. I'm so happy to see that, you, that you're that you trying the tech. I know it's tricky at first, but I'm just, I can't tell you, I'm so, so pleased. It's really important to me that you're on this journey with us. It sounds exhausting. Do you know what's more exhausting though? Introducing change and everybody being annoyed and not working and making no money for six months. Yeah. Yeah, valid point. <laughs> it's one of those things. It's it's the saying I always say to my children, din dip, do it now, do it properly. If you're going to introduce change, you put a concerted effort in for a week and everyone will bounce back. Yeah. You don't do your job as a leader and people could be low morale, low confidence, not productive for months. Right. You know, yeah. like it, it's all about... I mean, you cannot take the advice on board and go slow, but it's all about understanding you can't prevent people reacting to change and going on the change curve journey. But as a leader, you can ensure that they bounce out of the change curve quickly. And that's key because the quicker they bounce out of the, the change curve, the better morale will be, yep. the better, the more profit you'll make, the more productive they are, the more confident they'll be, the team will be effective, they will be, you know, fully embracing of everything that you want to do. And as businesses now more than ever, we need to be innovating and evolving. We talk a lot about the evolution of the industry and the evolution of the way people run businesses. Yep. And it's the resistors to change that will be your handbrake in that space. For sure. Actually, the evolution of the industry is probably a a good topic for a podcast one day soon. (laughs) Good segue. (laughs) Um, I suppose the last note on change um, that I think is important to um, speak to 
if yep. we if we're speaking to people in this industry that are leading people and and noticing change is understanding the process that in coaching we call perturbation which is slightly odd word don't try and spell it or google it but um perturbation is the process of shifting someone from one state to another the right. analogy we use is boiling water yep. when you boil water it turns to steam and that's the analogy we run within coaching so perturbation is understanding that if you want someone to change and you turn the heat up really if you're boiling water and you turn the heat up really really high it will boil quickly but it will make a big mess it will boil over it will spill over there'll be water everywhere there'll be just mess right you'll get the outcome they'll turn to steam but you'll have made a really big mess the great the, the best way to do to do your job as a leader when you need someone to shift either through change or in in the team like tech or they need to make a change in themselves individually Mm -hmm. is to just put the heat on low but don't turn it off you have to be consistent and you have to just remain constant and as the water heats up Mm -hmm. it will begin to boil and when it begins to boil that's the part where the leader will often see discomfort extreme discomfort you imagine boiling water the surface of the water begins to bubble and splash and spatter right before it turns to steam I cannot tell you how many times I see leaders push a candidate to the point of change and then when they see the the candidate get uncomfortable they pull away right and turn the heat off and you're like but you did all that work and you were right there so close so close like on the change curve when a candidate's in anger the 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 gut instinct is to pull away but that's the moment you must not pull away it's the moment where you see discomfort that can exhibit as anger resistance can exhibit as being emotional is where you go I'm here for you but I'm not turning the heat off because I know that just on the other side of this discomfort is true change and so as a leader I I'm confident that I'm not doing any harm I'm confident that I am holding your hand through the hardest part but that on the other side of this is change and if I turn the heat off now we've done all of this work for nothing and so I think when you think about change curve and change management understanding that discomfort is part of the process of change is really important and and knowing that you're not doing harm by helping someone shift through discomfort into a new state of being very interesting information my friend (laughs) thank you very much for that that's okay anyone would think it was my job (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah good point okay all right i think that's enough from us yep we will see you next time bye-bye bye